Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Haven't mentioned it yet, but the uh, Little Rock Trojans moved on to the semifinals of the OVC tournament yesterday. Jackson Wells, their uh, OVC Pitcher of the Year, complete game three hitter yesterday as Little Rock wins four to one over Tennessee Tech, and they'll play Moorhead State today at two. Winner moves on to the final. So Little Rock Trojans could win today and win again tomorrow, and they'll be in the NCAA tournament. I saw D1 baseball projected Little Rock going to Arkansas to be in the Fayetteville Regional. So that could be the the four seed. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it really if, does. If you're going to do a, reg- yeah. a real regional. Yeah, keep them in the region. That's yeah. right. Let's go down to Hoover and bring in Bubba Carpenter. A little bonus appearance in the zone for Bubba. But after, you know. Watching his kids show out on TV last night, I had to get Bubba back on here to talk about it. One proud papa. Bubba? Christian? Hey, Wes, you there, Yeah, I got you now. There you go. How we doing, buddy? Well, you blew the timing of that intro, that's for sure. <laughs> My bad. Gosh. I mean, I should have got your son on. At least he'd have been there to make the catch. You'd have been three steps behind. Okay, take two. <laughs> wow. This isn't a podcast where we can start all over. This is live radio, yeah. Bubba. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, last night was awesome, man. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, sorry I blew the blew the intro, but uh, it was awesome. It was a great game. Um, proud of my kiddo for making a big catch out in the outfield. So, uh, you know, the thing is, Wes, I'll tell you, the, the, the coach hit me was really proud of, of the catch and the hustle and all that. The dad in me loved the mama hug after after the catch. I think that kind of completed the whole play right there. How he went, they had the slow motion of uh, him <laughs> jumping in, in Crystal's arms, and I, I thought that was really cool. So it was, a, it was a neat moment. And Phil did a great job on the radio kind of talking through the whole thing. So I, I, he sent me the audio clip of it, so it was really cool. So did Phil know right away that was your son that made the catch? No, he just said an Arkansas fan kid just made a, a great catch out in right field, and I look at the monitor. I'm like, "Hey, that's my kid." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he started going on about Dalton, and then, you know, and of course, then they kept showing the replay on the TV, and Phil kind of walked through, and I, I said something about the slow motion. He goes, "Oh no, now it's a slow motion hug." He, he, he said something about chariots of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's yeah. awesome. So he he did such a good job. And to be honest with you, I was distracted the rest of that inning because uh, and my phone was blowing up, and I was trying to watch the game and the, the monitor and all that. So it was, it was really, it was really, it was a neat moment. Dalton, I, I, but from listening to you guys earlier, I guess the game before, has he been just catching balls left and right or getting balls out there? No, not this, not this year. A couple of years ago, when we were here. He, uh, it was another proud dad moment. There was, uh, there was an uh, Ole Miss fan, and it was Ole Miss kid wearing all his Ole Miss gear. And Dalton, they were like the only two kids down the berm on the on the left field line. And there was a foul ball, and they were both running to it. And he beat the Ole Miss kid to the ball. And so <laughs> I had made a comment about that. I was a proud dad then because I, I if the Ole Miss kid would have beat him to the ball or taken it away from him, I'd have been a little disappointed in my kid. But uh, but yeah, so we had joked about that earlier in earlier in the game. So it was just crazy how it worked out, and you know, with all the kids out there in the berm, you just see you see kids running everywhere, 
And you, you know what your kid looks like, but it's a long way away, and I always try to identify what he's wearing. And so I, it, it was it was really cool. <laughs> How old is Dalton? He's 11. 11? Oh, awesome. Well, Bubba, uh, they did win a game yesterday, and uh, got a good p- pitching performance. And uh, let's start there with uh, the duo, the combination of Hagen Smith and Hunter Holland. Had you been tipped off? Did you know that uh, Hunter Holland was going to be coming in out of the bullpen? Yeah, I knew he was going to come in. I didn't know when exactly. I, I wasn't sure if he was going to come in with the bases loaded in that situation. And, boy, I felt bad for Hagen because as soon as he threw that, that last pitch to Malazzo, um, I mean, he knew, or to Dugas, he, he, Dugas, knew, yeah. that, he knew that um, – he knew that that was it. He was like looking at Dave, like shaking his head, like, no, give me one more batter. But, you know, David, he had made up his mind. And, you know, there's bigger there's bigger things coming down the road this, this next weekend. So, you know, but Hunter came in and boy, Hunter was great. They both were, they were both great. I mean, you watch that LSU lineup and they're, they're powerful from top to bottom. And they just, they just carved those guys up the whole day. And, you know, and that was proud of our hitters. Our approach against Paul Skeen, you know, I said it after the game. I've, I've watched him pitch multiple times this year, and I have never seen Paul Skeen rattled on the mound. I mean, his body language, he was frustrated because he couldn't get us out. I mean, he was making good pitches, and we keep fouling him off, and then we get a base hit. And so you could see the frustration building in him. And I don't know, it was just a, it was just a great Razorback win. I'll tell you what it was. It was a great, it was a great baseball game. If you're, if you're a baseball fan, no matter who won that game, it was a great game. Mm-hmm. And uh, that pitching matchup is not something you get to see a whole lot. Two, uh, you know, first-team All-SEC pitchers going at it, uh, future major league guys, and it was just, uh, boy, it lived up to the to the billing. Bubba Carpenter with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. All right, Bubba, we also it's Tiger tomorrow and some Gage Wood. Um, somebody, well, maybe somebody in there to bridge the gap. Is that kind of the plan in your mind? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think a lot of it depends on where we're at in the game. Um, when Brady comes out, to be honest with you, I know they want to get Gates some work in. They would like for it to be a, a you know, a, a, a good situation for him to come in. He's got to get used to coming in those situations and, and see what he's got. You know, he was he was loose a couple times last night or in yesterday's game. He was up a couple times, and, and I was kind of curious when they were going to bring him in you know, in that last inning with Hunter, you know, but I, with the top of that lineup up, I think they really wanted Hunter to face the top of the lineup. Um, but but we'll see Gates tomorrow. And, you know, there's a chance you could see McIntyre come back and throw, throw, throw a couple couple pitches. He wouldn't be in there long, but he may come back in for a couple. And then, you know, you still got some other guys down there that, that they really want to get some work in. Um, but the way it lines up for us tomorrow, I, I think we're still in really good shape pitching-wise. And if we get to that championship game, you're going to see some guys you haven't seen in a while pitch, probably. And, um, you know, because it's all about getting back to Fayetteville, getting ready for the regional. And, you know, you look at, at Hagen coming out after 76 pitches, you know, normally that wouldn't happen, obviously. And, you know, Paul Skeen's on the other side. You know, he threw, I don't even know how many pitches he ended up with. I know he uh, 88 pitches yesterday. Um they would have normally left him in over a hundred, but uh, I tell you what, we were on him. We really were. We had, we had figured him out, and uh, our approach against him was great. They put together a great game plan, and, and they followed it really well. Yeah, yeah, I think all you need to know, and look, the, the players want to win this thing, and and Van Horn's not going to throw anything, but or, you know, just give it away. But 
the championship game, if Arkansas wins, I think your championship game, you're going to see probably Parker Coyle make the start with Ben Bybee and Austin Ledbetter and Christian Fouch pitching on in the championship game. Not a midweek game, Bubba, against uh, SEMO. The championship game of the SEC tournament, and but that's what that's what this is. That, I mean, that it yeah. it is. I hate to say meaningless because, like I said, if you're out there on the field, you want to win, but they're not going to risk anything for it. No, they're not going to. And like I said, I mean, this is a neat deal down here, and you know, for people that say, "Oh, the SEC tournament doesn't mean anything," if you watch the Razorback reaction, if you watch the players when Kendall Biggs hit that walk off a couple days ago. That tells you what this means. If you watch the Florida players after their guy hit the walk-off against Alabama when they're down three going in the last inning, this means a lot. This is bragging rights right here, guys. I mean, this is this is some of the best talent in the country all, all clumped together in one place, and the baseball is just ridiculous. It's so much fun. And from my booth, I can look down at the scouts, and there's – I don't even know how many scouts. There's 100 scouts down there, maybe more. Um, it's just crazy to see all the talent here. And it's, it's a lot of fun, but it really does mean a lot to these players. Uh, and they want to win. And, you know, I, I feel good. Who have we put out there on the mound? You know, Parker Coyle's done a good job. If it comes to if it comes down to Sunday and we've got those guys on the mound, I still feel good about it because they've got good stuff, you know. And I think it would be great experience for them, win or lose, yeah. for them to get that experience. Um, but I think the most important thing, is that we're playing – we know we're going to play three games because we wanted to make sure we got Brady Tiger his start. That was real important. So once we won that first game, we could kind of relax a little bit. You know, yesterday's game, you know, really if you're looking at the big picture, didn't mean a whole lot. But other than it was just a great baseball game because we had already set ourselves up to get Brady Tiger that start. And that was, that was really the key. Bubba Carpenter with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Um, I don't know if Peyton Holt has become my new favorite player, but he's doing it week after week now, and he's doing it at the plate. He's doing it in the field. He's doing it on the base pass. Bubba, th- this kid, he's he's fun, and uh, he has meant a lot to their success. I looked it up. He's now hitting four forty one in SEC games. That's crazy, isn't it? And Okay, so I don't know if you remember, Wes, early on, I was on the Peyton Holt bandwagon. When he, he earned the starting job at third base, and then he tweaked his hamstring, and then Callie came back and started doing well, and Peyton kind of lost his spot. But I said back then, I'm like, look, this is a high-energy player. Uh, he grinds out at bats. He plays great defense. Uh, he's good on the base paths. I said, this guy needs to be in the lineup somewhere. There's just nowhere to put it. Um it was unfortunate he tweaked his hamstring early in the year. Or we might be looking at him as, you know, well, he would have eventually moved over to second. But, you know, he would have gotten a lot more bats at third base in front of Caleb Cowley. But he's so much fun to watch play. And, man, the play, I tell you, the play he made yesterday in the sixth inning where he arm faked to first and, and threw to third and got Travinsky out at third, that's a big that's a that's a game changer right there. That could have changed the you know, the results of that game right there. Instead of first and third, one out, you know, you're looking at, at runner at first and uh two outs. I mean it just changed that whole inning. And um he makes plays like that nonstop. And if you watch him in the field, he plays with so much passion and energy and fun, but he's got a little grit to him and he's the, the dirtiest guy on the field and he, he's just I just love him. I gave him a big hug after the game yesterday. I was so excited for him. 
He reminds you of you. Except better. (laughs) (laughs) He just, hey, he is a baseball player. You know what? When you think of a Razorback baseball player, that's the kind of player you think of. You really do. I mean, just the kind of a dirtbag, dirty, plays hard. (laughs) Dirtiest guy on the field by dirtbag in, in baseball terms, but you know this. Yeah. Dirtbag's a compliment in baseball terms, so I hope the listeners out there understand that. Um, I mean, that's a that's a compliment when you call a guy like a dirtbag player. I mean, that's a hard-nosed player that you want out there on the field. You get you get nine of those guys out there on the field, you're going to win a whole, a whole lot of games. And so uh, it, it's fun having him there, and uh, it's been a it, it's been a it's been a fun fun couple of days here, and so. Hey, but I, can I ask you something? Yeah. Um, I, I thought I heard you mention Jackson Wells right as I clicked on. Yeah. Um, getting a win yesterday. Yeah, he pitched a complete game three hitter at Little Rock won four to one in the first round against our their first game at the OVC tournament. They'll play in the semifinals today at two. That's awesome because they could end up in a regional in Fayetteville. It's possible. Very possible. Yeah. So, two wins yeah, away. Or was, yeah, two wins away. So Jackson Wells was one of my players a couple of years ago, and I love that kid. Boy, he's the, uh, talk about it. he's he's the pitching version of Peyton Holt. He is a bulldog when you put him out there on the mound, and uh, man, he wants the ball against whoever the best team is out there, and he'll he'll go get you. So he's a lot of fun to watch pitch. So uh, hmm. congratulations to Jackson and the ULO program. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get to see him here next weekend. Yeah, he he is the OVC pitcher of the year. Awesome. Good for him. Hey, and he works his tail off too. He's about as hardworking a kid as, as as I know in the game of baseball. And he wants to be good. And like I said, he's the guy that wants that ball. And when you go out to the mound to take him out, it, it he doesn't come he, he doesn't come out of the game very easy. So he loves he he, he doesn't want you to take him out ever. So uh, he's he's a bulldog out there. So good uh, good for him. Hey, we uh, heard your call and Phil's call a little bit earlier on uh, the Kendall Diggs catcher's interference. And watching it on TV, we didn't know anything was going on. You know, I mean, they're taking a commer- about to go to commercial break on the SEC network, and and the uh, play-by-play guy goes, "Whoa, whoa, 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 wait, what do we got here?" And I was like, "Oh my God, are they fighting?" You know, that was my first instinct. I thought they were fi- there was a fight on the field, and then I thought, well. No, maybe it's a streaker, you know, because they weren't showing anything. They were just showing skeins like at the dugout going, what's going on, man? What are we doing? And then then somebody finally said catcher's interference. So they, there was a lot of confusion. But you 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 saw it right away, it looked like, or it sounded like. I knew something was up. I can usually hear it on the on the ESPN mic in my ear because the ball off the bat sound, makes a certain sound. When it hits the catcher's mid, it makes a different sound. And, you know, we don't hear quite as good, you know, we're at our vantage point right now. But something wasn't right there. And so Phil was making the call, you know, fly ball to center field. And I'm like, no. And I, I never want to inter- interrupt Phil. Phil's a man. But, you know, I was like, no, there's catcher's interference. And, you could, you know, you could see it. And it's just funny the difference in the two takes. And I even heard DBH talk about it, you know, uh, uh, Jay Johnstone, the, the LSU head coach, was kind of complaining about it. And but look, if you look at the catcher, Milazzo stuck his glove out. He had his arm was fully extended. That's totally on the catcher. It's not a batter's long swing. But um, but you know their their view is it, it really cost them. But I agree with DBH. You know he hit the catcher's mitt, still hit the ball out there pretty good. If he doesn't hit the catcher's mitt, he was right on that ball. That ball might have been gone. 
So we might have ended up with with four runs there. So I think it's just I think it's just funny the the two viewpoints that you get from it from the LSU side versus the Arkansas side. But it was definitely catcher's interference. I don't understand what Jay Johnson was so upset about. I mean, isn't it? Is, it's not an automatic call if the batter's bat it hits the catcher's glove. Isn't that catcher's interference? Yeah, it's automatic. I mean, and the Razorback dugout knew it instantly. You could see them, and and he just knew instantly. Um, everyone's reaction said that it was catcher's interference, and there's no doubting it. I mean, even when they showed the replay, you could see the catcher's mitt yeah. go down as, as Kendall's bat hit it. So I don't know what his complaint was there. But, look, he does a lot of things that, that I really don't like, and it's not because he's an LSU coach. Look, they got a great team. They're, they're really good. We'll probably see them somewhere down the road. We'll make them tomorrow. Um, but, boy, they do a lot of things, Wes, that just annoys you. Um, offensive timeouts at weird times. You know, one inning he goes out, there's a 1-0 count, and he calls timeout, and he goes out, and he's complaining about something and just kept going. And I never found out what it was that he was complaining about. But he was looking out to the mound at Hunter Holland. I don't know if it was playing about his glove or what, if there was something going on. But he just does stuff like that that you would never see DBH do. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I did not understand why he was so upset. Then he challenged it. And then, you know, once it's challenged and confirmed, I mean, it's obvious, move on. I don't know what you're complaining about. And then later on the incident, I had no idea. I was asking everyone, what's going on? What's he mad about this time? You know, and no one knew who could figure it out. Yeah, it got kind of heated there in the umpire, the home plate umpire. He was getting, uh, Jason Bradley, he was getting a little bit frustrated. Finally, he just walked away and like, gave him the hand and said, hey, go back to the dugout. But I don't know what he could have been complaining about. It was one pitch. It was a ball. So it was a 1-0 count. So I, I don't know what he was complaining about there. But I don't know. But, um, you know, the, the, the good thing is, is we came away with a win, and it was packed with LSU fans. I mean, they really showed up. And we had, we had a lot of red in the stands. But, I mean, it was it was definitely an LSU home crowd. And uh, so it's good to win that game in front of that crowd. Bubba, great to catch up with you. And, and tell Dalton we said great job, and uh, that was a cool moment in the game last night. Well, I appreciate it. You know what? And I appreciate all the listeners out there sending me clips of that. Um, I got clips from all over, and I got really, you know, they were just neat, different vantage points of it and different clips from the broadcast and all that. So I appreciate all the listeners out there. and uh, It's really cool. You know, we woke up this morning, and there were like 60-something thousand views. And so Dalton's like, "Oh my goodness!" So he's, <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, it was really it was really neat though. It really it really was, and, it, and you know how it is. As a dad, you're, you're proud of your kid, and like I said, I was more proud of him that, that he ran over and hugged mom. That, that made the whole thing yeah. almost teared up a little bit on the air. I had to, I had to I can hold it back a little bit, but I thought that was really neat. So uh, I appreciate you, Wes, and um, I'll be talking to you next week unless we getting ready for a regional yeah we'll talk to you tuesday bubba we're off monday so we'll talk to you tuesday all right sounds good go on later bubba carpenter on the brandon moving and storage hotline